Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Wilkie Experience. For those joining us for the first time, welcome. And today, I am excited because the person we have on today, I met him when I was quite young, actually. Young and stupid, if I should say. Met him at a party. Funny enough, uh, party one of my friends hosted. And uh-uh. it was a bride. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> So, so Ten pulls up and, you know, he's, he's all swagged up. He pulls up with a group of guys. I'm like, you know what? This is what happens in America. It looks like, you know, these rappers, these rappers move around with goons, yo. So, okay. I'm like, oh, who are these people? You know, so that's my first time. So Ten gets to the, to the Bryce stand and then looks at one of the kids. One of the kids is from George's and he says to the one kid, um, hi guy. Actually, he said to all of us, he's like, hi guys, I'm 10. Now we all look at him like, uh, okay, what's up? And then he's like, you guys don't know me. Oh God. <laughs> and then everyone's looking at him like, uh, yeah, not quite, eh? But anyway, okay, cool. He's chill about it. And then a couple of seconds later, he's, he's formed a circle now, you know, and someone's doing the beat. And oh was like, God! I want to rap for y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then he started dropping. He started dropping all the bars and everything. I was like, "Yo, okay, who's this guy?" Got home, searched up his music. I now I understood why I needed to know Ten. <laughs> anyway, Yo. guys, ladies and gentlemen, Ten Diamond, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. That sounds like it would have been like 2010, 2009, even. Um, funny, it was 2012. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I was thinking any time before, like, there's a certain, yeah, okay, no, that makes sense, that makes sense, I, I recognize that version. <laughs> oh, so you've evolved over time, huh? As we do, as we must. Yeah, as we must, now I like that. For those who don't know Ten Diamond, so Ten Diamond was a part of Few Kings, together with Take Fizzle and Junior Brown. Yeah. These guys had a, so would you guys call yourselves a boy band? I've always wanted to ask that. <laughs> Is that a boy band? Hip-hop super group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. It's a hip-hop super Yeah, think Run DMC, think NWA, hip-hop all super right, group. All right, cool. All right, cool. But anyway, guys, when you talk about rapless, you can't leave his name out of that equation because the boy is dope, dope. But anyway, you know what? He featured on the first film to ever be on Netflix, first Zimbabwean film to be on Netflix, which is Cookout. And, you know, going 10, I've known... Oh, sorry, cook off. Yeah. I don't know. You see, we've been in lockdown. No, it's all right. So Every, everyone says cook out. Everyone says cook out. Everyone says cook out. We've been, we've been in lockdown so much. I'm thinking, you know what? I need to be outside. It needs to be a cookout. I feel it's it. actually cook off. You know, but knowing you from a distance, you know, I remember when you gave that girl a kiss. I was like, Ted looks like you don't know what he's doing. Is this part of the script? Yeah. <laughs> I figured it was part of the script. <laughs> It was definitely part of the script. But anyway, you know what, guys? Ten Diamond, every single morning, wakes up to positive vibes, you know, positivity, he's dropping gems on Instagram. You know, that's just who he is. You know, his purpose, his purpose personified. You know, he's a leader of a tribe called Tisungoda Zacho. You know what, Ten, tell us, what is Tisungoda Zacho? Man, okay, so means we are the diamonds they speak of um the sessions that i do like mondays to fridays although i'm on a break right now every morning 6 30 a.m when i can you know catch the time um it's called a tribe called tnd and it's basically about um 
well, for me, it's, you know, ex- expressing and a platform where I get to express and, and act out and live out what I believe my purpose in life to be is, which is to serve as a gentle or lasting reminder that purpose does in fact matter and that purpose does in fact prevail. So a tribe called TND is all about purpose. It's all about, um, building belief in ourselves and in each other and ultimately in the nation at large. And, you know, the, the ultimate, ultimate vision is, is for that to lead to building further belief in, um, in Africa. But it's, it's all about, it's all about purpose and, and self-belief that, and the role that purpose plays in self-belief. That is, that is big, bro. Like, how do you handle such a responsibility? I mean, like no one tasks you to do it, but you did it by yourself. You know, it's almost like, I, I understand what you, what you, like where you're coming from and why you do what you do because like I have something similar called Mindset Mondays. So every Monday, it's almost like I feel the responsibility to encourage people on a Monday. So, I mean, you're doing it every single day w- when you can, you know, like that's something big to, to actually carry. How do you handle the pressure of that? Cause what happens when you can't? Do you just not do it? But you um, want people are waiting. <clears throat> 30 people are already on your Instagram. It, for, honestly, it doesn't feel, uh, like pressure. I feel more pressure and I feel more of a weight on the days where I know I can't do it. Um, it feels so deeply ingrained in, in who I am. And like one of the things I speak about is that, you know, purpose is, um, it, it, it serves kind of two functions. There's like, a, there's a function of like identity. And then on the other side, there's the function of destiny or destination. Um, so I feel, I feel pressure when I don't show up. Um, other, otherwise, like, when I do show up or knowing that I get to show up, I don't even think of it as like, I have to show up. I get to show up. Um, that makes my day, man. That makes my week. That makes, that makes life make sense for me. It's, it's what I do. Um, as much as like, you know, I guess for, for someone watching it or listening to it will, will feel like, Oh, you know, he's bringing encouragement and positive vibes every day. Like for me, I am, um, I'm, I'm giving to myself a, a, a period of, of the day before all the madness starts where I'm, just pouring into, I'm pouring fulfillment into my life. So it's a very, very special part of my day. And I guess part of my hope or the mission is to add more hours and minutes and moments that I can build out throughout the rest of my day to really support that purpose. But it's, um, it's an honor more than a responsibility or pressure. I I like that. I like that. You, you spoke of identity and I'm going to take you there real quick. Mm -hmm. Identity. So, we know Ten Diamond and then we know Tendai Ryan Guni. So, you know, why, like, why, like, how do we distinguish between the two? You know, cause I mean, I've, I knew you as Ten Diamond. Yeah. And then one day I woke up on Instagram and you're not Ten Diamond anymore. You're, you're Tendai Ryan Guni. I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And then now we're back to Ten Diamond. So, yeah. Well, you know, how do we, what, what led to that was like, I w- I've, you know, I'd been in a space where I was asking myself, how do I differentiate between the two? I had, um, particularly say like in my online persona or just, and I realized that it went deeper than that. Like I'd been 10 diamond for so long that I really, um, wasn't doing a good job or hadn't done a good job of, of like really discerning, like where does tonight end and 10 diamond begin and vice versa. Um, I, I always liken it to this analogy of like Batman and Bruce Wayne. I kind of overstayed my welcome in the bat suit and never kind of taken it off to, 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 to give Tendai a, a wash or a rinse. You know what I mean? Um, I had neglected so many parts of the foundation that make up Tendai. And essentially, like, if there is no strong, 
Um, and um, sure-footed Tendai, there's no real Tendaiment to speak of. So it was for me more than anything to kind of figure out perspective and um, step back and do some work on that foundation that I feel I I, I needed to to revisit. Like, um, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm definitely not the same person I was when I first put on the bat suit, so to speak. Um, and a lot has happened in my in my personal life that. Um, I feel I didn't really, I didn't really, uh, address or, or process, um, as I should. And I kind of spent a lot of time hiding behind the fact that I, you know, I had this outlet of 10 diamond. So, um, I put 10 diamond in the corner, I made him sit down for a bit and I had to re reassert and, um, redraw the lines and figure out like, you know, who is who, who's in charge, who is what, and what does that mean? And then now like changing back to 10 diamond and kind of Tucking Tendai away is that I am very, very clear on who, um, who I am as, as a person, like the person behind the mask, shall we say? Like, you know, yeah. And, um, I, and, uh, I've, I've, I've been able to rediscover the, the value in, in the person that I am and what I went and went to like, you know, reconfigure and find as far as my foundation. Um, that I, I, it, it also put, um, Ten diamond in perspective, and I realize that you know, I am. Um, while I continue to go about this kind of, because I'm, I'm, you know, in a process. I've been in a process of rebranding for for about a year or two now. But now that I understand what the foundation looks like, I've, um, I'm better able to value ten diamond. And you know, one of the things is just I don't feel like feeling so uh, overexposed. I'd like to keep um, what I now know the value of. Uh, tucked away where where it is valued as well, you know. Yeah. Um, I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather not. Um, I'd rather not like, feel any obligation to 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 share personal things or personal experiences. Um, and that's what's helped me kind of draw the fine line because in my um in my creative process as Ten Diamond, I've always been very, uh, especially in my writing for the the most part like uh been able to write from a very vulnerable place in a very personal and open space um and without properly understanding the 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 line between those two things i've kind of like lived in that vulnerable space and kind of um made 10 diamond do some of the work that was really meant to be 10 dice i hate speaking in third person i'm, I'm speaking in third person about two people that i am but it sounds ridiculous but you know we we understand i think i hope but yeah so that's it really like uh I, I know, I know everyone's place now. I understand everyone's place and everyone's value. And I'm just restoring the order of things with that new understanding as well. All right. Thank you. You know, that is such a deep explanation. And obviously this is going to shed more light because obviously people are, you know, they never get to ask you these questions. I'm actually privileged enough to actually be on this podcast with you. So, you know, you spoke about, you spoke about being, being vulnerable and, you know, like as as Zimbabweans right now, you know, how, how are you feeling about the lockdown? Do you feel like it's putting putting us like is it putting you in a vulnerable space, or how are you thriving during this lockdown? Because man, like you know, without content that people like you put out, you know, most people will be struggling right now. But you're giving people, you know, a reason to you know wake up and look forward to the day. How how are you taking the lockdown restrictions and everything? Mm. That same content feeds me, so I'm, I'm good. And I, like, if there's anything I learned from last year's lockdown, I just learned that, okay, cool. Uh, put a, a solid routine in place, give yourself some structure, and, um, and, and I just, you know, know what your pillars are. And then I'm also fortunate enough, like, 
I happen to work for a, an essential services company. So I still have work to do, but for the most part, it's remote. So my days are still filled with responsibilities and structure to them. And, um, you know, even if I wasn't working, I mean, last time around, I wasn't working, but I made sure like I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit and structure and routine. And, um, so I'm, you know, the moment chaos starts knocking at the door, I, I, I put up as much order as I can. And that's what it's been for me. Um, I'm a, I'm a very firm believer in the fact that um, there is there is gold in every situation. There is something to learn, whether it's um, about the world or about ourselves in every situation. And I and my instinct is just to to go digging for that. Like I'm not very good at um, dwelling on a bad situation or complaining. I, I like to I like to find the silver lining as fast as I can, and. Um, and then also try to be able to share that with others and, and, and bring others along with me as well. I don't like to wallow. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, great. You know what? I just realized, you know, when you're speaking, you know, I, I, I'm thinking about myself and I'm like, you know what? Ten does a lot of self-development because like I start to sound just like you when I've been, you know, on a roll doing my self-development and stuff. So, you know what? If you don't mind, would you run us through like your morning routine? Like actually you said yeah. you're a creature of habit. Yeah. Like, can you run us through your routine? Like when you wake up, I, you know, just from when you wake up until you leave the house, what, what's your routine like? Um, I wake up at three fifty-five. Um, I drink, I drink some water. It's okay. It's, it's wake up water. And I recently just tweaked it. So it's wake up water worship, which basically involves like, some time in the Bible, praying, reading some scripture. Uh, so we have wake up, water, uh, worship, um, work out, uh, wash up. I, I, I like to make it like, I have to make it remember, I have to make it rhyme, not rhyme, but like make it so I can remember it. So I, I try to make everything, everything W words. Um, so that's the new, the new one. And then, yeah, wake up, water, uh, worship, work out wash work because what i'm trying to do is um get get physically moving as as soon as possible so my old routine used to be wake up water make my bed meditate pray then get fed but that's too long that's too far before i get to like some physical action and to some work especially in these lockdown times so i had to tweak it <laughs> so it's wake up water worship workout uh, eat some food and then it's work <laughs> whether that's leaving the house to work or sitting down to work but then it's work all right cool i'm glad you didn't leave your faith out because you're very vocal about your faith i cannot leave my faith out man. when i when i had to like um uh reconfigure or fix my foundations there was three things i had to go back and and um intentionally and actively work on and that was my relationship with god so my faith um, my relationship with people I'd grown up with. So like, you know, my, my, my day one friends and, um, my relationship with my father and kind of like tuning in and listening a bit better and kind of like looking at where I'd gone with my life and going, okay, I, I, I'd gone wrong here, but this person was always trying to steer me like this. What were they saying? So the three F's I call them, my faith, my father and my friends. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you just answered everything. <laughs> okay, cool. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
what? I, I love conversations like this. Yeah. I love conversations like this because there's no awkward silence. Yeah. And, you know, it's not a one word answer where you're like, ah, okay, I'm going to run out of questions soon. But okay. So I know a lot of people definitely, you know, look up to you for light. So besides God, who do you turn to for light? You know, as much as we, we do, uh, um, you know, as much as we, we do everything else. I know, uh, like, most people I, like, I, have someone else. Like, I watch, I, I, okay, I've read his book, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson. I watch a lot of his lectures. Um, Dr. Miles Monroe, I watch a lot of his sermons. Um, my parents, I'm very dialed into, I'm trying to, like, listen, 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 you know, as well there, like, trying to make up for, for lost time, times when I didn't listen so much. Um, <laughs> I, I have some great conversations with my friends. We're very open with each other and kind of challenge each other and push each other. So, uh, there's a lot of light there. Um, I don't know if I can really remember or name everyone, but I'm, I'm always on YouTube learning. Oh, Jim Rohn. I'm a big Jim Rohn fan as well. I, I watch a lot of Thank you. stuff. Thank you. <laughs> there's many. I love Jim. There's many, but lately it's been, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, Jordan B. Peterson and Jim Rohn, like lately has been back up in the top three, top five. I love Jim Rohn. Yeah. I love Jim Rohn. I love He's him. hilarious. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, man. I love, funny enough, I love, I love Gary V. Though. I love Gary. I love Gary. I love Gary as well. But like Bro. the space I was in, it wasn't so much a Gary Gary space. But like the maybe two three years ago, whoo, Gary was like my main guy. Um, yeah, no, I I love okay. me some Gary V. No, great. So you're big on books. What are some of your recommendations on books that you know talk about purpose, or what great books have you read that? you know, that you would recommend to the, to the listeners. Because for me, I think my biggest book has to be how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. Like that one just does it for me. That thing is so clean. It's such a practical book. You know what I mean? It's so true. Like it's just straightforward. It's so true. (laughs) And it's, yeah, I I, I like, I've read that many years ago, but, um, Hmm. And I don't want to sound like a cliche, but honestly, number one is the Bible. One, because one thing I found, and like it's, it's like the last three years that I've really committed to reading it, you know, and what I found, and this was just from just reading like, um, just reading all of Proverbs, which I'd never done before, just all of Proverbs. I was like, wait a second, because I've read tons of self-help books and personal development books. I'm like, wait a second, man, all those books are just derivatives of this. <laughs> like so much of it is like just already in there and then people interpreting or expanding on, which is brilliant, which I think is the purpose of, of reading the Bible. Like, Sometimes people read it too rigidly or they give the responsibility of reading it to someone else, but like read it. Even if you're not religious, even if you're not, I don't know. It's just a, it's the, it's a book that's lasted for a long, long time and it's rich with wisdom. And like it, um, I always like to think that as you read the word, the word reads you. And that's the beautiful thing about it. It'll meet you where you are. So number one is the Bible. Seriously. Um, what else is good? Man, I'm currently reading uh, a book by Joel Austin, Your Best Life Now. Um, Okay. I'm also, uh, because it'll be a physical book and an audio book. Um, So the audio book that I'm busy with right now is, um, sorry, I have to go in. It's the, The Win Without Pitching Manifesto by Blair Enns. So I'm, I'm very passionate about branding and marketing, more so branding than anything. 
So that's me right now. Ah, that explains. Jim Rohn, marketing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Makes sense. What are you reading? Now, I, I used to do a lot of network marketing. Um, so right now, uh, we started, so I've got this thing called the book club. So every Sunday, um, we kind of just do a review, but we read a book every two weeks. Yeah. Uh, my followers and I. So we started with Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Oh, classic. And then, yeah, that's probably the so best, that's probably energy. the best modern day purpose book ever. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, it's crazy how people never understand that it's all about the reason why you're doing something. Yeah. You know, it, it's it, just that. The reason why you're doing something can either be the reason why you don't do it or the reason why you do it. So, and then my, my mentors always used to say to me, make sure that your reason why is not the reason why you don't do something. I was like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah. What did you say? Come back. Uh, it's, it's mad. But um, right now, I had to introduce them to how to win friends and influence people. Like, nah, definitely that one. Oh, do you know what else is great? Napoleon Hill, uh, Think and Grow Rich, classic. Think and Grow Rich. That, that That's actually our next one. But I feel like before that one, we'll probably read the five-second rule because I feel like a lot of people have all these little habits that they can't seem to let go of. Yeah. So when I read the five-second rule, I dropped so many little bad habits. Like, it, it works. It, it sounds stupid, but it works. It's like five, four, three, two, one. You get up. Like, that's how I wake up in the morning. Five, four, three, two, one. I'm up. Dude, that's Not brilliant. Gonna, like, I think yeah. one of the crises, crises that we have is like a, there's an execution deficit. <laughs> so something like the five second, <laughs> the five second rule sounds good. Like we tend to just over, I'm very guilty of it. Like I, I will, like I'm happy to sit and plan and overthink myself into like five years ahead of a plan rather than just getting on and executing. So I'd love to read that book. So the next one is going to be principles by Ray Dahlia. Give it a go. I don't know if, I don't know if you can just read that one straight through and give a summary. Cause that one's, that one is jam packed, like densely packed of like, it's, it's one of those that you have to keep dipping in and out of. I'm um, then uh, wait. So you've read it before. I've read, I've read bits and pieces. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, 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 yeah, it's not like, I, I, I don't feel like it's a straight read and then like, oh yeah, let me summarize it. It's a lot, bro. <laughs> you might end up, you might end up doing a series. Cause like the, the principles themselves, like it's almost like, um, uh, 50 laws of power. I guess maybe you have a better chance, but like, it's almost like the 50 laws of power. They're almost like just great reference books, you know? Yeah. They pack, they packed with so much. Like those are good books. Now I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. You know, speaking of Ray Dalio and, you know, cause I associate Ray Dalio with business. Let's talk business. Do you like any side projects? Like, are you, are you business minded? Do you operate in that, in that zone? Cause I'm a serial entrepreneur. So that's really, that, that's really my main thing. I'm, I'm just, I've got a couple of businesses that I run. So are you into business at all? Uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I used to always answer very quickly and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I came to learn and really accept about myself is I'm very, very, uh, I'm a fountain of ideas. Right. And, um, my, my gift and my curse is that I, I procrastinate through planning. So to say that I'm, I'm, I'm maybe business intent, I'm a business. No, wait, what does Gary V say? There's entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. I spent a great amount of time being a entrepreneur. That's the truth. Um, so it's only in like recent years that I've kind of like 
kind of sifted away all the millions of ideas and gone, you know what? I'm focusing here, here, here. So I do have, um, you know, side projects or things that I'm working on. I mean, even Tisungoda Zacho itself is a business that's in development. Um, and, uh, and then there's like the strategic brand development side of things that I do as well, like, um, consultant and now kind of growing that into an agency, which is part of why I'm reading, um, the win without pitching manifesto and things like the seven figure agency. Otherwise I try not to have too many projects cause I, I've got shiny, what's it called? Shiny, shiny, shiny object syndrome. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm very much a creative dude. I'm like, oh. very much a creative. Like so, like I I'm addicted to the I'm addicted to the next idea. <laughs> oh, dope. No, I, I'm I'm like I used to be like that until I had to cut it down. Yeah. So now I I collaborate more than anything else because I've got all these ideas. You know, I felt like I was exposed so much. So all these ideas that I used to have, I wanted to implement them myself. Yeah. But look, I didn't have the the time was there, but just trying to do like seven, eight things all at once, it wasn't really working. Yeah. So now I've I come up with a great idea. Let's say it's to do with real estate. I find someone that I can have a good conversation with, figure out where their head is at. I'm like, hey, yo, look, I was thinking for real estate, maybe we could A, B, C, D. I shift it onto them and I just become a silent partner. That's how I'm operating now. I might I might have to come. It seems to be working. I might have to come and sit at your feet and learn, and learn this collaboration partnership thing because I'm terrible at giving up like... Uh, giving up control or like I'm terrible a team building teams giving up giving up control that kind of all that I'm, I'm terrible I think I think for me it was more of the people that I kept around me everyone was always you know just encouraging teamwork and stuff like, like that yeah. so I think it just got you know just got drilled in that's what I'm saying I'm coming around you and I'm gonna learn bro <laughs> bro anytime bro anytime. I'm open to it I'm open to it okay so you know what? You're also you're music. What 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 what's happening with the music? Like a lot of people definitely are asking. Yeah, they ask me know, every day. Someone music. asks me every day. Yeah. Like without and you know, that's I guess the beauty of social media. Someone asks me every day in some way, shape or form. Um thank God I'm not on Twitter. Are at, we at the expecting moment. a project soon? Of course, everyone's always expecting a project, but I'm I'm resting. Like I you know, when I'm when I'm, I don't know, when I'm doing something, I'll be doing something, but I'm, I'm, I'm I only just dusted off the bat suit, you know? I only just dusted it off and got back in it. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure out, uh, what I want to say, if I want to say anything, and then maybe when, but like, um, I definitely, you know, I, I'm in no rush. I'm in no rush. I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy where I am right now. Um, I'm enjoying, um, I'm enjoying, enjoying the scene, if that makes sense. You know? No, that's good. You know how they oh, say like, hurry up and give us another back. You know how they say like, um, <laughs> you know when they say like, see stuff like that. I, I'm not ready for that pressure again. You know when they say like a chef, like if you, <laughs> you can't eat your own food, like you would have cooked it. And like if you're in the kitchen, you don't really enjoy eating your, you don't really enjoy eating the food as much. So like, being where I am, like on the sidelines or wherever I am, I don't know, in the locker room or even, I don't know, at home watching the game from home, I am enjoying the game again. Like, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing and it's, I'm like, oh, that looks great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the way you're protecting your, you know, your chills when you're like, guys, hold on, Chiboni Mirirai, hold up. I'm, I'm, I'm doing me right now. Just relax. I'll be back, but not in my own time. No, I don't know if I'll be back, bro. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't have, I don't have any like active plans for anything. I don't really have an active plan to be like, I'm going to rest for a year or, Oh, I'm going to get back in tough two years. I'm, I'm, I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm, I'm resting. I'm content. You went today. <laughs> I'm, I'm very content. Well, you know what? You're, you're in trouble because Shaldo just joined us and I know he's dying to say something. So Shaldo, take it. Don't away, do buddy. that. Let's not break Shaldo's heart. Shaldo, I don't want you to have to hear what you, I, I don't want you to have to hear any of this. <laughs> you know, Tian, I think this is the part that I actually walk out. The <laughs> uh, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run you back to something that you said and it's still on music. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you're aware. I'm, I'm a huge fan of your music, and I mean, from from as far back as student of the game. Um, and I always talk about this. My dad and I we geek out over Lost Sons yeah. too. There's something you mentioned about. You said you mentioned um, you said father. You, you said God, father. Yeah, yeah. Re, re, reconfiguring my foundation, my father, my faith, and my friends. Sorry. I wanted to understand your thought process when you're writing Lost Sons and how that speaks to that story, if you don't mind. You know, talking about that. <clears throat> um, okay, with Lost Sons, right? I had just experienced, or oh, I was going, was I going through, or I had come out of? I think I was going through um, a very, like, probably the most serious breakup of my adult life, right? My young adult life, because Taiwan Makuru. Um, and I wrote that one as like, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of put myself into my father's shoes and I wrote myself a letter from him. Mm. What I, like, what I felt or hoped or, cause I, in a, in a lot of my music, um, particularly when it comes to my old man, like I, I would take something he said to me in the past and interpret it, interpret it and expand it into like, uh, into something that I can understand, if that makes sense. Um, and so that's what, that's what Lost Sons 2 was. That was me yeah, talking to myself through him. And that's why like, when he's saying like, um, and this is the first time I've ever explained this song. Um, oh man, how does it even go? It says, there's still some life in you yet. There's still some life in you yet. Yeah, it starts out with him saying, there's still some life in you yet. Because I'm seeing myself from outside myself. I was like, yo, you're broken, bro. <laughs> you're down. Yeah. Like, you're, 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 you're not all the way there. And so that song is him talking to me and building me back up. But me talking to myself through him and building myself back up. And then um, even in the chorus, um, I think I, I, I used Kumanya uh, Kuskushika. That's like a, a saying he's yeah. always said to me. He's always said to me. So that's why it literally goes... Um, and you will get lost, but I pray you find your home. So that's what that was. I, I think what I love about that is it, it, it did a lot for my dad and I, I'll tell you that. And I've been, I mean, I don't get into the details, but I've, I've always said that if, if there's any person in my life that I've had the crazy back and forth with, yeah. it's, it's my dad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's well, really same here, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I really, we, we both really resonated with that. Yeah. And, and if, if you were to speak then to your son, um, what, what would you say? Um, in that situation? No, no, no. Just like, if you could say anything at all to your son, this is, Tendai today talking to, you know, to his unborn, so to say. 
what 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 advice would you give to your child uh listen to lost sons one listen to lost sons two <laughs> and and let's let, let's have a conversation about um how lost sons four is going to come out because i already have in my conceptually i've had what lost sons three is for like years because lost sons one was me like talking directly but like it like in third person but the other way around and then lost sons two was um father to son but me through him lost sons three i already know what that's about lost sons four by then um man would that be too 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 far away as far as like when i have a son but um i know that lost sons four is going to be it's going to be about it's going to be around being about around my own fatherhood i absolutely know that lost sons three i know lost sons four i know so yeah, I tell them to go listen to Lost Sons 1 and 2 and then let's have a chat. <laughs> so I can explain some things. <laughs> I, I got some to do, <laughs> That's what I mean. Look, that's what I love about my body of work. Like it's always been, it's been, I've been keeping one big long journal and I'm, I, um, I look forward to like my, my, my kids, my grandkids, my great great grandkids being able to go through this body of work and like feel like they know me or knew me. And then like when I couple that and then when they can couple that with like, I hope to do at least a thousand episodes of a tribe called TND. Like we're at a hundred, but when I couple that with all the content and all the different stuff I intend to put out, like, you know, I, they're going to be able to piece together a pretty good picture of, of who their, their ancestor was. And I am looking forward to that. You know, it's crazy because, you know, you're speaking right now. And, you know, for me, I'm like, no, this guy, this guy hasn't even started. You know, how would you respond to youngsters that label you as an old head now? I am. I'm an OG. <laughs> I'm an OG. Like the, like, double like the, like the, 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 um, the form that Zim hip hop is in today that, that they even have, like, to be able to say, like, there's a generation or like old OGs right before them who they can say, like, we grew up not just following and listening to the guys, but like chasing after the pace they were setting. We didn't have that. I didn't have that. I didn't have like a whole set or like group of like a, a, a school just before my school that happened. The school that came before my school was way before my school. We, we, we built this little thing of ours, like the, this iteration that this version didn't exist. They weren't playing hip hop on the radio when I, when I, when I got back, when I, when I, um, when I put out my first piece of music, there was so much, so much, so much wasn't happening that is happening and is possible. So yeah, I'm an OG, triple OG. <laughs> And I don't, I have no qualms or problems with that. Like, I love being an old head. Like, I, I, man, I'm so, I'm, I'm humbled and honored that I get to sit in that space, that I get to like, I get to see, I get to see kids who would like come up to me and who I'd like give advice to and mentor and stuff like that. Literally pick up crowns and get to sit on thrones. Like, that's, <laughs> that's amazing to me. You know what I mean? And I, I like, I, I get to live in an era where like every now and again, you know, I see someone saying like, yeah, I grew up listening to 10 Dime. And I'm like, man, kids are now growing up listening to you. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, my lineage is, it's looking nice. I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of that. Like, you know, um, and maybe that's even a part of why I'm just resting. Like, do I want to touch that? Do I, do, do I have, what do I, what, what do I want to say there? I'm, I'm, I'm excited and, and, um, Enjoying what I'm, what I'm watching. The fruits of my labor are coming out in ways I never understood or expected. So I like being an OG. Nah, I, I, I like that. I like that. Actually, you know what? Um, 
I've actually wanted to ask. So, like, when you achieve something, you know, obviously you're achieving all these great things. I never know I've achieved something. I'm terrible at that, by the way. (laughs) Oh, you know, then I think that's a good thing because, you know, I I think most people, most people um, sit there and they're like, you know, I've achieved this. So, you know, I must be on this level. But then there's always, you know, that higher level, the next stage. Yeah. You know, it stops like so people don't then really move on to the next stage because they just feel like, oh, you know what? I've made it. Yeah. You know, how, how do you handle, you know, well, for, I mean, you've, you've already said you, you know, you struggle to know when you've achieved something. So, you know, but when you do know you've achieved something, you know, it's like, are you going to be like Elon Musk? Like, I'm pretty sure you saw that, um, you know, saw that, that, that tweet where someone was like, oh, oh you're Elon the Musk richest man. Yeah. 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 How strange. Okay, back to work. (laughs) Is that that how how you function? It's like, okay, I've achieved this today. Then tomorrow, it's like, yeah, you know, I did good yesterday, but you know, let's soldier on. Let's let's keep pushing. Is is that how you you know? Do you know what this period of like rest, this creative hiatus, has done for me? One of the most incredible things is, I've got to have so many conversations with people, and they have like, man, I've had people call me like, ah, man, I've had long conversations with. Cause I've always been very like accessible. So like even like my number, if you want my number, you can get it somewhere. Like I've, I've said it on radio. I've said it on TV. I've like, I've just put it out there a lot. And like, um, yeah, I've got to learn of the kind of impact that my career has had through these conversations over the last two or so years. And that has been like this kind of process of like, Sha, you didn't do nothing. You actually you've actually done a span, bruh. And like, I was, I was never keenly aware of that. I've always been like, um, of course in the moment I've enjoyed like a good show or like, Oh man, my song is number one or what. But like, I've, I've never had that feeling of like, Oh man. Yeah. You're, you killed it. You've done this, 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 but like, it's, it's from having it like, like told to me that has really done a lot. (laughs) So I don't know. I just, I, I think where I have my sights set, um, so, I guess so large and sometimes so ridiculous that it's hard to, to really appreciate the, the smaller, the smaller wins, the storms, the smaller victories and, and, and what have you. But I'm trying to get better at that, but I don't, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't like to, the same way I don't like to wallow in the negative, I don't really dwell on like the, the positive, on the winnings, you know, I like, I um like with the with the live episodes, right? Every single day is different. I'm very nervous when I do them, but like some days I'll do a session and they'll go like, oh, a thousand views, and then like I'll do one and it'll be like three hundred views. But I don't care either way. It's not that I don't care. It's like I don't. I just want to do the next one. I, I'm like, cool, let's do the next one. Um, every day is practice. Yeah, I don't know when the big game is. Every day is practice, though. I like that. Every day is practice. I like. I like that. All right, cool. You know, I talk about practice. You know, I actually just realized we haven't really spoken about cook off. So, what are the what what like what are some of the biggest lessons or takeaways you got from your character in cook off? From my character, my character wasn't that deep. I, I think it was. Like, really? You you were you were the guy. You know, you know the guys in the background, like the ones that just have the most impact, but they're just chilling in the back. And then all of a sudden, it's like, who made it happen? It's like, hey, it was this guy here. Um, I don't know if I'm wrong, but I feel feel like... I I, I guess Prince is a very charming guy. Charming, supportive. Um, The thing thing about Prince is like, 
a lot of prints is kind of like just who I am in a relationship naturally. Like my two love languages, my top two are words of affirmation and acts of service. So Prince was like, right. it wasn't a lot of acting. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's how, where I lean towards. So I'm incredibly supportive in a relationship. I'm, I'm always trying to build up, like it, I'm always trying to build up my person. I'm always like, always trying to pull belief, but those are my settings as a person as well. So it wasn't too far for me. It wasn't too far from who I am. Well, speaking about love, can, can we go there? You can try. Ah. You know what? I, I, I am really, I, you know what? I, I don't even, I'm, I've run out of words now because, you know, it's such an honor to actually, you know, steal an hour of your time for you, you know, just to get on this podcast and, I, I can't wait to work yeah. with you and you know, we're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna leave it here simply because I want to invite you again and then I will try and dig into this. Whole wait, thing. wait, let's go, wait, let's go. Can me, let's go seven more minutes. <laughs> we can, we can dip, we can, we can try dip into that thing another time, but let's go seven more minutes. Let's go seven more minutes. We can go, okay. we can go somewhere else for now because maybe by the, by the time, by the time we get the chance to do the next conversation, you know, um, the powers that be might have like made it possible. I don't know. I ish. I don't know. I don't see that ever being possible. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> okay. You know what? Um, I would like to actually steer you towards the direction of how do you view like our influencers in our marketplace right now? Like, I think. Like I, oh. I went on a little. Oh, what was the rant? Oh, sorry. Uh, I went on a little rant because I, I was thinking and I was saying, guys. Do you re- do you realize that being an influencer is is like it's a responsibility because we mislead people so much. Well, yeah. they mislead people so much sometimes, you know, for for their personal gain, and then kind of revert back and then say to people, "Oh, guys, nah, you know what? Uh, nah, that, that's not that's not it, you know." But in the beginning, they knew it wasn't it, but because you know, they were earning a bit of money from it or whatever the, the reason was, you know, I won't mention any names because it's happened quite a few times. You know, you you tell people, hey, guys, go and do this. And then you guys come out and say, and then the guys come out and say, ah, look, um, that was not the wisest thing. You know, are we not are we not doing our research as influencers? What is going on? Because I feel like half the time we're just being misled by this person and that person. And then we're just told, "Ayo, sorry, but you know, how many lives have you ruined? Like, how do you?" What happened? Okay, now, see, now I'm very, I'm very. What happened? <laughs> I feel like I need names and details because I'm, I don't pay. See, I don't, I don't, um, I don't pay enough attention to the wider space of things going on, um, just because it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, so I don't really stay abreast of what's always happening. I just pick up a little thing here, yeah, no, no, but I'm not really on the pulse of like what'll be going on. Um, my, my, my own personal or general feelings about influences, um, is that it's a very interesting and exciting space that I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving to see develop finally locally, but there is obviously tons and tons of room still for, for improvement. Um, as someone who, um, who runs a, like a, uh, well, I call it a purpose development agency, but it's a strategic branding agency. I come from a pace of like, yeah things need to be very purposeful. Like they need to be authentic and true to the core of you. Um, and so 
with the influencers that I have worked with, which is literally only one, because for me it's more um, purpose development or strategic brand development, there is a huge emphasis on authenticity and um, really like uh, putting out a measured message, something that really makes sense. And if it's like working with the brand, it has to be like, yo, this is genuine and sincere. Otherwise it leads to a lot of the kind of problems that I, that I hear you kind of talking about where people are like, Oh, the money, cool. We'll take the money. Oh, the money again. Oh yeah. We'll take the money. And then it ends up catching up with you because hmm, it just doesn't make sense. I'm just glad that we're out of the era and like, no disrespect, but we're out of the era where every brand felt like for every campaign, job praise was the influencer to call, you know? And, um, the, the, what's it called? The, the landscape has broadened and diversified. And I think that can only benefit the audiences more because it gives the brands an opportunity to, to go a more authentic route. And also the micro influencer is rising. So again, more opportunity for the brands to go a more authentic route and also for the audience to, not feel like they're being um, lied to or sold to so much. I mean, no one wants to be sold to. Everyone wants to buy, you know? So I, you know, I, I, I like what's happening. It'll, it'll, as with anything that's growing or developing, it'll have its teething problems. But I think for the most part, it's nothing but a good thing. And I mean, influencer marketing has been around since forever. It's just taken on different forms now. And it's, uh, I guess, more accessible and democratic right now. But you know, with great power comes great responsibility, and we're not all used to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually loving the space that we're entering because you know I see companies like Old Mutual they're starting to reach out to you know people that don't have so many followers because I think the, the influencer part of everything, as it was probably understood in Zimbabwe before, was probably how many followers does this person have and stuff like that. But then you know, it's for me, it's really just the, the impact. Yeah, the impact. You know, just, just the influence that that person has on, you know, 2,000 people. Because, you know, some, sometimes I look at my account, I've got 16K followers. And then, you know, it's like, okay. Who's, so before yeah. I... I'm oh, sorry, Karen, yeah. So so before, I, I would have like, I've got 16K followers and, you know, I've got 300 likes. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? But what I started appreciating was the constant 300. Yeah. The constant 300. Because I knew at any given time, I'm speaking to at least 300 people, you know, and then it, it kept on growing. I was like, okay, so this is my influence. Right? Yeah, man. It's, it, it's know, more it, now about like community and engagement and not so much just reach and numbers. And um, I think the more we lean and go towards that, that direction of engagement and community and quality of, of content, like the, the better space we're going to, we're going to be. Cause I mean, as a people, we're incredibly creative and, um, we have a lot to share with the world and, you know, with each other. And I'm, I, yeah, I think it's a very promising space for us. Would you consider yourself an influencer? Mm, of sorts, I guess. Yeah. I mean, right now I feel for my audience because like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in a transitional phase. It's like, is he a, is he a rapper? Is he an actor? Is he a motivational speaker? Is he a, is he, you know, and it's like, you know, but once the dust settles, I think, yeah, maybe it'll be a little bit easier to be on the boat when it's not rocking so much. Ah, dope. You know, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to sit down with him. I've got so much to tell you that I can't say on this podcast. <laughs> now, nah, cool. So I think we, we can leave it, yeah, man, we can we leave it here. I'm happy. We we can leave it here, but man, like on behalf of all the fans of Ten Diamond, I just want to say we need some music, <laughs> bro. As 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 a as a fan of Ten Diamond, I'm with you, bro. We do, but uh, yeah. like, 
It is what it is. That's the best response you could ever give him. <laughs> Brother, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. I, I can't wait to re-listen to this um, to this podcast because you know I I just feel like you know you know like I love authenticity and you know just the way you're answering questions as truthful as possible. And, you know, that that's one thing that we need to keep encouraging the youth and like everybody really, yeah. you know, just to be yourself and, you know, and, you know, just being yourself. Because I feel like, you know, the authentic, the authentic ones always win. Like the real ones always win. That That's just how it is. You know, just like Gary Vioy says, kindness always wins. You know, that that's just how it is. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much and for having me. Hope to have you. We hope to have you back soon. Hey, maybe I'll be back with music. <laughs> <laughs> nah, thanks, brother. You have yourself a good evening, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much, man. Take care.